is Shannon Maines, and you are listening to Life Without Boundaries, a short, on-the-go podcast series that will help you untap your life's full potential. All right, so who's ready to decide today that it's New Year's, that 2020 is over and we can all hit the reset button on this year and we can just jump straight forward to 2021? Well, I knew it wasn't just me, (laughs) so why not? Maybe we can't change the actual date, but why not mentally jump to New Year's, to all the things that we wait to start until the new year. In the new year, I'm going to floss every day. In the new year, I'm going to take great care of my skin. In the new year, I'm going to drink enough water. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Well, let's just do it. Let's just create the not-so-New Year's, New Year's resolution transformation, right? Who's with me? Well, did you know that only 8% of people who set New Year's resolutions actually achieve them? So why is that? Well, the first part is if you're hoping your New Year's resolution is going to work, right? Like somebody's waving a magic wand over your head and then they just said, bam, what's your wish? Because a goal without a plan is actually just a wish. So some of the most common resolutions are weight, diet, health, right? Finances, to spend more, to to save more. That'd be nice to spend more. To save more and to spend less. To learn a new skill or grow professionally. So which are all of the great New Year's resolutions, but really not that great if they don't have a solid plan in place. So there are three important parts to goal setting. Part one is brainstorming what your goals actually are, thinking about them, and writing them down. Number two is knowing why you want to achieve them. Find what value these things will bring to your life. And part three is knowing that they are your goals, not society's goals for you, not your family's goals, not your spouse's goals, but they are your personal, in your heart of heart, goals. You have to start with actually wanting to make a change. Guys, if you are seriously serious about wanting to make a change, why do most people wait till January 1st to start? Why do people only start a new gym routine on a Monday and not a Friday? Why not set a New Year's resolution in May? Start by using a scoring system to decide the level of importance with your resolutions. Then you'll want to talk through the potential places where things could be hard, where you could potentially fail. That way you can preemptively create a plan of attack to when those situations arise. You want to look how you're going to feel once you achieve these goals. How are you going to stay at these goals or grow from these goals? So we're going to start by ranking the goals, highest priority to lowest priority. What are the one or the two or the three things that you want to change? Then break it apart. Let's say it's health, finance, developing a new skill in that order. Start with health. Write down what health means for you. For some, it's weight loss. For others, it's weight gain. Some will say toning up. Others, maybe it's food changes. So how are you going to measure your goals? Scale? Measurements? A certain outfit? What are you going to do if you have an off day? 
Maybe you ate dessert at your best friend's birthday or you slept in and missed your gym session. How are you going to get yourself back on track? And how do you have the potential to share these goals and have somebody help keep you accountable? We should all be striving for progress, not perfection. Nothing and no one can be perfect all the time. And sometimes just knowing that and reminding ourselves of that really helps. So now for finance, what are your goals? Is it making more money? Is it saving more money? Is it paying off debt? And when it comes to paying off debt, here are a few tips that I hope that you can um, you can start using in your life. The first part to paying off debt is to stop accruing it right? (laughs) Meaning stop using your credit cards when you can. And maybe you're not able to just cut them up and leave them behind altogether, but try leaving them at home when you go out shopping. Do a double take on your spending. Go through your credit and your debt spending for the last few months and find areas that you can cut back on. Hint, hint, most people overspend in restaurants, bars, or the alcohol scene or entertainment. You also want to save before spending. So as soon as your paycheck is cashed, commit to a certain percent of your paycheck that is always going to go in savings first. You will find it's way easier to spend what you actually have and even easier if you put the money in savings first. And we'll talk about saving money in more ways at another time. If you get paid twice a month, pay down your debt twice a month, not just once. Pay down the debt with the highest interest rate. Say you're using three credit cards and one has $3,500 on it with a 12% interest. Another one has $1,200 on it with a 19% interest. And one has $900 with a 9% interest. You'll want to pay that 19% credit card off first. Put the bare minimum toward the other two and the maximum that you can until you've paid that high interest credit card off completely. And did you know that you can try calling your banks to get a lower interest rate or combining all of your debts into one on a lower interest card? Although I personally, like in years ago, used the snowball approach of paying off my debt so that I actually wanted to pay the lowest one off first because mentally that that really helped show that I was moving towards my goals. That might be a decision that you can make as well. Find ways to make residual income. Warren Buffett said, if you don't find ways to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. And boy, have I ever found that to be true. Starting with the company really helped me pay off over 100% of my credit card debt. I paid off my timeshare bill. I paid off a $20,000 patio that we probably never should have put in. Maybe something like what I do isn't what you're looking for. So think about things that you're good at and find ways to bring in an extra income. Find ways that you can do something in your spare time. What are things that you could offer to people and how could you really start to help build a residual income? Now, the next one is tough, but you got to rough it for a while. Trust me, it sucks. I used to be there. I remember a Christmas 10 years ago where I had to ask my family for Dollar Tree gift cards so that I could get our dinners and our home necessities there. Cut out cable, reduce your phone bill, cut back on social activities. This short-term loss for long-term gain is so important. 
set a goal activity. You know, if you know this is going to be tough, reward yourself once a quarter with a fun, budget-friendly activity if you're able to stick to it. And again, it's progress, not perfection. If you don't use it, sell it. There's so many great sites for selling things right now. Poshmark, Mercari, eBay, Craigslist, Facebook Market, Marketplace, ThreadUp, right? Use different ways to help towards your financial goal. I get really excited talking about this. I, I felt like I used to live in the hamster wheel of debt and doom, and I've been there, and I have done all of these things, and they are so worth it. So let's pause here for a minute. We'll hear a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll continue on our New Year's resolutions goals. Are you looking for a lifestyle change, a way to look and feel your best, but not feel like you're on a diet? Well, with Amanda Nybert's Lean Program, you will learn techniques for a lifestyle change that will help you live your life energized and nourished. Amanda will teach you how to do intermittent fasting, carb cycling, and working out all without feeling like you're on a diet, yet watching the weight and the inches fall off. I have been doing her program for the last seven weeks, and I've personally lost over 10 pounds and multiple inches all over my entire body. She's now giving all of you a $10 discount for her next seven-week course. So sign up today. Your body will thank you for it. Head to Amanda Nybert. That's Amanda N-I-G-H-B-E-R-T and use my special code she created just for you, MAINS10, M-A-I-N-S-10. Make sure you see that discount code at checkout and get ready to live your leanest life. So now that you've created your top one through three, not so New Year's resolution goals, let's talk about your plan of attack for failure. If you can think about all the things that could possibly stand in your way or make this a struggle or cause you to question your goal in the first place, all before you've even jumped in, you are starting yourself off with an extremely higher success rate. So let's talk about weight loss, for example. If your goal is to lose 25 pounds in the next four months, what are all of the things that might throw a curveball your way? Maybe it's an upcoming vacation. So think about where are you going? What treats will you want to indulge in while you're there? You've earned this vacation. You deserve this vacation. But it's important that you think about what's going to happen while you're on this trip. Weight loss shouldn't be an all or nothing. It should be an 80-20. 80% of the time you're going to follow a plan. But 20% of the time, indulge and enjoy. So if you're going to Hawaii and you want to have Mai Tais, and a famous frozen yogurt and pokey while you're there, make the plan ahead of time. Think about having a healthier breakfast on the days that you want to indulge or overindulge. Maybe think about adding in a workout or taking a surfing lesson. If you plan for failure in this situation, then you can set yourself up for an actual plan for success. There's always going to be a holiday, or a birthday party, or a stressful day, or maybe it's just the fact that everybody is ready to see humans again, that you're going to be invited to more happy hours or more dinners or more outings. You're going to want to think about all the things that you can control and make a plan for things 
that you can't control or the things that are out of the norm. So now the fun part. Now I want you to think about why you want to do this. The why of the why of the why is all about any feelings you're going to get when you achieve it, right? So think about those feelings. I like to talk to my team about assuming that you've already hit a goal. What would your life look like? How would you feel about it? How would the people in your life look at you? How might their lives be affected? Think about all the things that you are going to feel when you achieve this goal. Goal hitting is all about the emotions and the feelings of it. It will feel good to hit my goal. I'll feel happier or I'll feel more confident. Or if it's a weight goal, I'll feel less puffy or less bloated or less sluggish. Really get in to what you're thinking. It is a lot easier to achieve a goal and to continue to working hard for something if we really understand how we're going to feel when we hit or achieve that goal. So I really hope you've learned and taken a lot away from today. When it comes to setting your goals or setting your not-so-New Year's resolutions, do it with conviction. Do it with a plan. Do it with support, but just know that you can do it. And if you're liking these podcasts, make sure that you're subscribing or following so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I would love to hear from you, write a comment, do a quick rating, and happy not-so-New Year's!